Grand rising, grand rising, everyone, and welcome to the Mind Your Business Call. This is your host, Tracy Walker, and this is a call where you can come to get your daily dose of mindset, of marketing, and, of course, money, money, money. Our word is grand rising. As you know, we are building a culture of speaking and using words that are to our benefit, not to our detriment. So Grand Rising, how did, I wonder how everybody did in, monitor, in monitoring their their use of the normal way that you greet people uh, when you get up and you get to work and you get moving. I wonder how you guys did, okay? You're going to have to, if you're in our chat, uh, let me know if you were able to catch yourself or were you able to correct yourself because we do not say the M-O-R-N-I-N-G word. We say Grand Rising, all right? So I am thrilled to have you here. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about money um, on our last session, and um, I want to I want to transition a little bit today, and I want to talk about some marketing. Okay, I want to talk about some marketing. I want to talk about advertising a little bit. I want to talk about um, getting the exposure that you need for your business. I want to talk about the power of being in front of your ideal audience. Now. Let me say this. Uh, I am part of the direct sales industry. If you're new to this call, I'm part of the direct sales industry. Uh, I have been full-time in the direct sales industry since 2007. I have been a full-time entrepreneur since 2002. And so being that this is 2022, it is 20 years this year that I have not worked a job. It is 20 years this year that I have been responsible for uh, my own life, my own bills, my own income, the things that I want, the places I want to go, uh, my child, right, all that stuff, uh, taxes, right, I'm responsible, investments, um, insurance plans, uh, you know, everything that I need, everything that I need to have, I've been wholly responsible for it. No job has, um, you know, contributed to anything for me because obviously I haven't worked a job in 20 years. And so I have a little bit of experience, guys. I have a little bit of experience, okay? I am uh, 45, okay? And so since the age of 25, I've been on my own in this entrepreneurship thing. And so I want everyone to understand that I know a thing or two about marketing, okay? I know a thing or two about getting in front of your ideal audience. I know a thing or two about not getting in front of your audience, not marketing, and not advertising. Now, direct sales is the type of industry that is really built and designed around what we call word of mouth, okay? Word of mouth is by far the, um, the, the most heavily used form of advertising, right? If you go to a great restaurant, you immediately go back and you tell your girlfriends or you tell your guy friends, hey, y'all got to check this spot out, right? If you go to a vacation, like we just came back from Tulum, I'll say, oh, man, you got to check out the Hilton Tulum. It was absolutely beautiful and amazing, right? If you go to um, a, a, a place and you get your hair done and you get your nails done, ladies, and you had a wonderful experience, you share, oh, my goodness, I have, you need to, someone tells to you that they need to, they're looking for a hairstyle, you say, oh, Check out this person. Check out that person, right? By nature, you just recommend places or people um, that you feel you've had a good experience with so that others who are in need of that particular service or product can potentially have 
a similar or better experience. So word of mouth is very powerful. Word of mouth is very strong. Here's the problem, though. Okay, that's the good thing. Here's the problem. The problem is that in people's minds, in people's minds, word of mouth is literally, literally, you got to be standing next to somebody and you got to be physically telling them about what it is, like your neighbor. You got to physically be in front of your cousin. You got to be at the church and you got to physically tell the person, your coworker, you got to be standing in the office, in the hallway, in the cubicle, wherever. You got to be physically in the person's face or you got to call them up on the phone and you got to tell them what it is because it literally has to be the words coming out of your physical mouth into their physical ears directly. Most people, when you say word of mouth, that's what they think. They think right in front of them, right in front of them. And what that does is it gives people a false sense of what word of mouth has really evolved into in 2022. Now, in the, the 1930s and 40s and all this type of stuff, that's not a big. That's not a big deal, right? You you were more neighborly, more friendly, maybe, and walking around in people's neighborhood. It's just, in 2022, people not really doing that, right? People not really doing that. 2022 is social media. In 2022, you have your own platform. In 2022, you don't have to wait for CBS or NBC to tell you what you feel like you need to know. You don't have to listen to the radio station to tell you where you can go or what needs to happen or who won the baseball game. You can actually see it. You can go to an app. You can review it. You, can, you have so many more different outlets. However, word of mouth is just evolved into how we execute word of mouth. So if I go on my Facebook wall and I say, hey, I'm looking for an amazing makeup artist in Houston, Texas, please drop the profile of your favorite Houston makeup artist, and people come and they drop the profiles, they put the profile names of the people who are makeup artists that they are recommending in Houston, that is still word of mouth. I went onto my social media platform, I asked a question just out in the world, and I had people that respond to me with who they recommend it's word of mouth. And so now I might be in my DMs with those different people, reaching out to those different makeup artists, finding out who has the best prices, who's lo uh, the geographical location is best for us, you know, their flexibility on time. Whatever it is, I can communicate with that person. And if I decide to hire that person, now I have a referral. I can say, Yes, it was Ramonia that referred me. Yes, it was Angelita that referred me, right? It's still word of mouth. But the method by which I received that referral was through social media, not because I picked up my phone, not because I was walking down the street randomly asking people, hey, do you know a dope um, makeup artist in Houston, Texas, not because I was sitting at the restaurant talking to every single person that's at the restaurant, at the bar, the waiter, the waitress, not because I was doing that. Now, if conversation arises, 
and the opportunity presents itself, might I make a recommendation to what I'm doing to that person or get their, get their contact information? Absolutely. But my intention is not to go to the restaurant so I can deliberately try to recruit the waitress. I don't, I'm not getting ready to go to the park so I can deliberately try to recruit the people at the dog park. I'm not going to do that because that is not real marketing and advertising. If you're in business, every business markets and advertises. Every real business markets and advertises. Does that business like referrals and word of mouth from their customers? Absolutely. From the customer. From the customer. You're the business owner. So if you have a customer that has a good experience and then your customer goes and tells somebody about what you're doing word of mouth, then that's fine. That's the way we work. But the business owner, the business owner isn't doing that. The business owner is finding ways to leverage a budget to market and advertise, whether it's a shoestring budget, whether it's a huge corporate budget. There's marketing and there's advertising involved. There's banners. Look, I'm at the tire shop right now. Wait for the tire shop to open because, look, guys, this things happen, right? So you guys, I told you the other day when we came back from Tulum, my battery was dead. I don't know why my battery is dead. I don't know if somebody bumped my car and the alarm went off and the alarm just kept going, 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 going until finally it went off, right? I, I don't know. Uh, but the battery is fine, right? Sometimes it's, in Maseratis, they take up so much energy, um, even when they're off, that you have to drive these cars, right? And so, like, if I'm gone two, three, four days, um, my car can sit, but I also like to make sure as soon as I get back, I drive my car, you know, on the expressway and, you know, give it some juice because it has to be driven. Um, when I lived in my house, um, there's an external battery that they have for these cars where when your car is even in the garage, you plug your car into the battery so that the, so that the car doesn't use the power that's in the battery of the car because it drains the battery. So I already know that about my car. So it wasn't a big shock or whatever. It's just I don't know why it happened because it shouldn't have done that. I was only gone a couple of days, right? But the point was the car battery that needed to get jumped, okay? So yesterday I picked Josiah up from school. He wants Dunkin' Donuts. We go to Dunkin' Donuts, and as soon as I come out of the Dunkin' Donuts um, driveway and get onto the road, this particular area is a wide open road. And I said, let me peel off, right? So I peeled off, and I hit it, right? And um, I was going probably like about 75, 80, just for a little bit, right? Boom, nobody's on the road. Boom, I peel off, get a car some juice. You know, what good is having a Maserati if you're going to drive like Miss Daisy every day, right? Like I do drive like Miss Daisy because I usually have my baby in the car with me. Um, but this particular day, I said, let me peel off. I haven't driven my car in a few days. And then all of a sudden I heard this, but the tire was not flat. Like, I know what it feels like if my tire is flat, right? It wasn't wobbling. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't that. I just heard this boop, 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 boop. I said, Jay, what is that? He said, I don't know. So I, I drive down some. I pull over. I put on my hazards. I get out of the car, and I can see that my passenger side rear tire um, the tread, I get like a string of the tire, right? Like a string of the tire was unraveling. And so I said, well, shoot, what am I going to do now? <laughs> right? I'm like, uh, okay, I'm damn in distress. 
So like, okay, what do I do? Well, lo and behold, the way that the most high works, a white pickup truck comes past, and he comes in front of me, and he, he pulls up far enough ahead, and he gets out, and he looks, and he says, do you need any help, ma'am, right? And I looked at him, and, you know, I'm nervous because I don't like people. You know, it's a day and age where you can't trust people that much. But I have to, you know, I have to believe that I operate on a high frequency, that I only attract good to me. I only attract what's in my best interest. I don't attract negativity. I don't attract harm. I don't attract that. I only attract that which is good. So when the man pulled up, and he was a young guy too, probably about 20-something, late 20s, and he said, ma'am, you know, do you need any help? And I looked at him. I observed him a little bit, and I said, I really do, right? I, I really do need help. I have to be honest and be transparent. He says, okay. He looked. He said, what's wrong? I said, something's going on with my tire. So he looked. He said, oh, I see. He said, this is what we're going to do. He said, I can, I can cut that. I can cut that for you. And then there's a tire shop straight down this road, you know, back from – we got a U-turn, go back down about, you know, three miles. He said, but it's a tire shop, and then, you know, we can get the, you can get your tire checked out. And I said, are you sure? He says, yeah, no problem. And so um, I said, okay. So, so my son jumps out the car. Right, he got his phone. I tell the site, I said, look, get a picture, okay, get a, take a picture with your phone, get a picture of his license plate or this vehicle, get a picture of this, this truck, right? Now, I'm operating in a sense of, okay, I am expecting the best to happen, but I'm still a little nervous, right? I am. I'm still a little nervous. So I tell the site, do that, okay? He does it. No problem. The man goes and gets um, some wire cutters, it looks like, or something. He like these big, these big, you know, it looks like a wrench, but a big one, right? But he's like, oh, man, I've been, um, I've been working on my truck. He said, I need to sharpen. He said, he's not that sharp. He said, let me see if I can find something else. So he goes in his truck. He ends up, he finds a saw. So he gets it like a hand saw. So he gets the saw, and he shaves that piece off of the tire so that it wouldn't hit my car and make the boom, 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 boom noise, right? So he says, okay. He says, so you're good. He said, let's you turn. He said, I'll follow you to make sure that nothing happens, and we'll go around here. I said, okay, thank you. So me and Josiah get back in the car, we bust a U-turn, and we drive down the road. We get to the tire shop. Now, here's the thing. Where we are, my brother lives not that far, my brother and my sister, my brother Kale, right, and, and his wife Ty, who's like my best friend. And so I call my brother, and I say, hey, Kale, I say, I'm right by your house. I said, and um, this guy stopped said, help me with my tire, bro. And I said, he, 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 he seemed good. I said, but could you meet me at the tire shop? Like, I'm a mile from your house. He's like, yeah, sis, I got you. He's like, I just picked up the kids from school because all of our kids go to the same school. So I had just picked up Josiah, and his daughter was sitting in the hallway, and I just given her a hug, and I said, where's your mom? And she said, she's on her way. So I had just left the babies at the school. So I knew he, one of them were going to have the kids. So he said, we're at the McDonald's. Right around the road, he said, I'll be right there. So I get down to the tire shop. The man goes in. The guy that owns the tire shop is like, hey, what kind of tire you need? And I tell him I need a 285-4015. And he's like, oh, I don't got that. I got 285-45. I got all these different variations. But he didn't have the particular sports tire I need. This is for the rear of my car. And it has to be that type of tire, right? Because otherwise I'm going to throw everything off on this car. So my brother shows up. And he says, yeah, I see what's going on. So he thanked the other guy, and it was cool. And the guy said, I'm, I'm glad I was able to help it. He went away, and that was it. God bless him. And I, I'm just so grateful, right? 
So now Kale sees that it's a little bit of, of, of tire still left on the thing, a little bit of the, the, the string, so he cuts it with a pocket knife. He said, sis, you're going to be straight. He said, what I would do is, he said, I go ahead, go home. He said, you don't need to buy a tire because if you buy the tire here, then you're going to buy one tire that's not the right tire. Then you're going to still have to turn around and buy the right tire tomorrow. So you're good. You can make it home. The tire's not going to bust. You can make it home and then take the side of school tomorrow, then get to the tire shop and buy the right tire. I said, okay, that's fine. That's exactly what I did. Now, here's the deal. The, let me get back to the point. The point is that the man who showed up with the pickup truck was able to give me word of mouth of the tire shop that was down the road because I was in a physical situation where he knew of a place that offered me a solution, okay? Had I been on social media and not in an emergency, I probably could have said, hey, who got a close by tire shop? I could have went on my phone and said, closest, you know, used tire shop. I could have done a number of different things, but he was right there. So his word of mouth allowed me to get myself to the tire shop. Now, did a sale result in that? No, because then my brother showed up and gave me some advice who I trust, and I said, I'm going to take his advice. And so I opted not to buy the tire. I opted to drive home, which I did. I opted to this morning take Josiah to school, which I did. And then I opted to then pull, go drive straight to the tire shop that I normally get my tires from, which I did, in which I'm doing this call from the parking lot of the tire shop. When I get to the tire shop, guess what's in front of the tire shop? Advertising. Flyers, banners, the things flying in the wind, whatever they got going on, it's a sign on the door. I got the people naming my phone. I called the owner of the tire shop. I said, hey, listen, I'm going to come by because I need a tire. What time y'all open? He said, we open at 9 o'clock. I said, okay, I'll be there waiting. So there's all this communication and signs and people word of mouth and advice that's happening to help me get what I need to get. But at the end of the day, if it wasn't for that man giving me word of mouth for the first tire shop, then I would have been probably more freaked out about making the moves I needed to make for the rest of yesterday and today. It's through word of mouth. Word of mouth is perfectly fine. But it wasn't the shop owner who was out there trying to hustle everybody to come into his tire shop. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? It wasn't the owner of the business trying to hustle up everybody to come to his tire shop. It was a person that either works with that tire shop, that knows of the tire shop, that has used the services of the tire shop, that then referred me to the tire shop. Ladies and gentlemen, you are the owner of your business. You are not the person just driving around offering to help people. Now, maybe you are that person, and maybe you will come across somebody where you're like, you know what, I do know of, uh, you know, this thing you're looking to lose weight. I do know uh, a product you can use. Oh, no, you're looking to make money. No, I do have an opportunity that you could take a look at. You might have an opportunity that presents itself in that way. But am I, would I be out driving around all day looking for people who have flat tires so I can try to hustle up on them and come to my tire shop? No. So why are you doing that in your business? Why are you virtually rolling around or even physically rolling around, driving around, trying to just get people? Now, I'm not saying, again, hear what I'm saying clearly, closely, and concisely. If 
opportunity presents itself for you to bring up your business, bring up your business. But to intentionally be out searching at the dog park for people to talk to about your business, that is the glitch in the matrix. Business owners don't do that. Thirsty people do that. This is my opinion. This is my opinion based on 20 years of entrepreneurship. When we were doing our real estate business, I did not do door knocking. Now, is that a problem? No. Do people door knock? Yes. But I learned how to get a list of people who were already in default on their mortgage, and I learned how to send postcards to people's homes for direct response, and then the people called me. I learned how to put bait in the water and then let the fish come to me. Could I jump in the pond and stick my hand down there and get a net and try to do it? Yeah, I could do that and scrape up the bottom of the floor, scrape up the bottom of the lake, scrape up the bottom of the ocean. I could try to do that. But why, when I can sit peacefully on my boat, throw my line into the water with a decent enough bait and allow the fish to be attracted to my bait and I hook them? I got to teach you guys how to market and advertise. You're not doing it. I know you're not. And it's okay because you were never taught that. Most people in direct sales are never taught how to market and advertise. What we are taught to do only, and it's not a problem with what we do, it's just that that's the only thing. I have a problem with that being the only thing. It's not a problem to make a list of people in your phone. That's not a problem. If you were going to open up a brand-new business, you better call your people and friends and family and ask them to come to your grand opening because those people are going to support you. You better call up your network and say, hey, listen, I'm opening up a new clothing store. I'd love you to come down and check it out. Yes, when you're grand opening, yeah, you better call some people that you know for support. You better call the media so they can come out and take pictures and get photos and get video and document the occasion. Yes, you better pick up that phone or send out that email blast and connect with people who you already have a relationship and let them know. But after the grand opening, you're going to keep on calling these same people every day? Three months from your grand opening, you're going to be calling somebody and say, hey, you're going to come down to my shop. When are you going to buy something from my shop? Hey, you know I opened up the donut place. I ain't seen you come down to the donut place. When are you going to buy some donuts? Who does that? Who does that? Nobody does that. Direct sales people do that. <laughs> and that's why when you go out and you try to recruit people, people don't want to join your business. Because they already believe that they know what is going to be needed in order for them to build the business. And people don't want to stress out about it. People don't want to harass their friends and family about it. I don't think people mind having grand openings. Every business has a grand opening. I think the problem is that once you have the grand opening, you don't know what to do after that. You have your launch calls. 
you have your launch sequence, and then you, you, know, you have a few customers or you don't have a few customers. What do you do after that? See, that's, that's where people start to taper off. Now, the good news is that you know somebody like me. Da, 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 da. Somebody like me knows how to market and advertise. Somebody like, like me loves to do it. Somebody like me likes to sit on my fishing boat and throw my line out and let the fish come to me. That's somebody like me. I don't know about you. Maybe you like to sit on your boat, too, and throw the line out. If you want to sit on your boat and throw the line out, go ahead in the chat and put, sit on my boat. Type sit on my boat in the chat, in the Facebook chat, right? Because what I want you guys to understand is that you don't have to work so hard. You don't have to be so stressed. But you do need to have a little skin in the game. You're not going to market and advertise solely for free and it be fast. We talked about this before. If you want fast, you're going to have to put some money up. If you, if you don't mind it being slow, then it can be free. Free equals slow. Free equals slow. Do you understand? If your business isn't growing fast, it's because you're doing free or you're doing nothing. If it's going to grow fast, it's because you got money put up, money in advertising, money in systems, money in development, money in people, money in, in personal development, money in enhancement in your life, money, money, money going to make it go faster. But money without understanding won't give, you the, won't give you a good response either. So you have to understand what you're doing. This is a business. This is real. This is not, oh, I'm going to throw my money at the wall and see what happens. No, no, and no. You still want to have a full-blown CEO mind such that you understand how your money is being spent, where the money is being spent, and the method by which you are spending the money, how you're going to generate leads and sales and exposure and all that good stuff. I want to make sure you guys understand the scope of advertising and marketing. You understand what's happening. You understand how to build a real business and sustain a real business and then be able to teach other people how to market and advertise so that the business always moves. When you rely solely, solely on somebody's warm market and they don't have a warm market, you don't have a business. So people don't want to do direct sales because they don't have an audience, in other words. Okay, well, what if we solve that problem? Well, then people wouldn't have a problem with it. And so that's what we're doing. We're on a mission to help other people be successful in their business, and the first step is you got to understand that you can still share word of mouth, but you better figure out how to do it social media. You better figure out how to do it through marketing and advertising, and you better figure out how to do it with some sort of a budget so that you can run a real business like a CEO and not be running around like, um, you know, the Liberty tax person on the front of the, on the side of the road with a Statue of Liberty outfit on. Now, I'm not knocking the Statue of Liberty person, so that person wanted to get hired, that person's getting paid to do that job. And, the, and the, the Liberty tax people are willing to pay that person to do the job. But the owner of the Liberty tax person ain't the Liberty tax person setting out there in the Statue of Liberty outfit. Do you understand the difference? The owner paid somebody to go out there and advertise it. 
not stand himself or herself out there with that uniform on. So I need you to stop it. I need you to put your CEO hat on. I need you to focus on marketing and advertising. I need you to wrap your mind around the idea of, okay, let me actually market and advertise my business like Nike, like Apple, like Yeezy, like Beyonce, like Ciroc, like, uh, like 50 Cent does with, with his cognac, like uh, Diddy does with Sean John. These are advertising people. Like your local pizzeria, like your local veterinarian office. You open up a magazine, a local magazine, a paper. These people got advertisements inside of there. They ain't knocking on your door. And if they are knocking on your door, it ain't the owner knocking on your door. The owner has put their money up to pay somebody else to market on the door, to knock on the door. Do you understand? You do not do that. You need to put your money up, either have somebody else do it, or you learn how to market and advertise, okay? That is the mission that we are on. That is the direction that we are going. You want millions of dollars, you better market and advertise. You want tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in your organization contributing to your residual income, you better figure out how to market and advertise. You want a long-lasting legacy where people are excited and using the products and services this year, next year, year after, year after, 20 years down the road, you better figure out how to market and advertise today. That's the move, ladies and gentlemen. Word of mouth is cool. But let your customers do the word of mouth. You need to market and advertise. You're a CEO. You're a business owner. I hope that that brought some value to everyone here on on today, and it, it caused some stimulation and some thought, right? This today was about stimulating thought. Huh, what could I do if I market and advertise? Huh, how would I advertise? Huh, what would I say in my advertising? Huh, 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 how would I position this? Hmm, hmm, be curious. Hmm, what could I do? Hmm, what does my market need? Hmm, hmm, ask questions of yourself, of your business. You running the show. How don't you know how to market? Who else is supposed to tell you how to market if you don't know? You're the owner. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think. Hmm. Let me look at what other people are doing. Hmm. Let me do some market research and see what my competition is doing. Hmm. Let me look at other people in my company and see what they're doing. Hmm. Hmm. Be curious. Hmm. How can I? What can I? Who can I? Ask questions. Solve problems. Bridge a gap. I'm thrilled that we had the opportunity to chat on today. I'm excited to be able to share with you a little bit of my story and why I'm at the tire shop sitting out here. <laughs> and, um, you know, I enjoy having these experiences because it allows me to share with you guys, especially on a day-to-day -day basis when things happen, like, hey, I'm a real person too, right? Things happen to me too. But you think I'm going to be like, oh, I can't do the call because I'm at the tire shop? Some of you guys don't commit to things. You let any little thing, oh, I'm doing this, so I can't do that. Oh, I'm doing this, so I can't do that. No, you got to learn how to do things in spite of. you got to learn how to be committed and be consistent, and that is when people will start to join you, especially when you start exposing your business through marketing and advertising. Um, 
I want to thank you guys for tapping in. Um, if you are not on the text list just yet, make sure that you text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Get on the list. The replay comes out somewhere around 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys should have been getting those. Uh, You guys should have been, um, you know, you get the new link. The link that you get uh, is the same link every day, um, and so it's okay. Uh, But I do like to make sure that you get it because it always is refreshed with the new link, the um, the updated audio. So you have that. And then, of course, as we get things popping a little bit more, uh, I'll be sharing other insights and things like that through our text community so that you can stay tapped in and tuned in to the Mind Your Business MYB um, community, all right? So I love you guys. Make it a fantastic rest of your day. Think about how you can market and advertise your business as a CEO starting here on today. And um, be a beacon of light. See how many people you can help smile on today just by your presence. I love you guys, and I'll see everyone tomorrow, same time and same line.